Simplified Chaos, episode 183. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host, partner, husband, BFF. Jesus. (laughs) What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having an amazing week. We've got another great episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we going to dive into? I'm not really sure what the title is going to be, but I'm thinking like this is going to be I don't know, our new favorite holiday ritual. Yeah. Holiday stuff, you know. We got a lot of holiday stuff I think we're gonna talk about. A lot of reminders yeah. for this time of year. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. So we will have a clever title when this podcast comes out, so you'll already know <laughs> what it is. You mean when the episode comes out? Yeah. The episodes come out on Thursday. I know you said that's when the podcast comes out. Yeah. I don't know. When the episode comes out. <laughs> don't mind me. All right. You're doing great. I don't even know what's going on right now. (laughs) Anyways, before we dive into today's topic, I'd like to show a little gratitude. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for a very friend and family-filled weekend. We had a pretty epic weekend uh, in Maryland, and I guess it's long weekend because we, we it was went a there long, well long we, weekend for you but i had to work but yeah it was still a long weekend yeah we we went to maryland wednesday evening uh my mom was here in virginia and we were taking her back home but um, not only were we bringing my mom back we were just spending some quality time with family we got to catch up with friends and have like two dinners out without lucille just to like hang out with people we haven't seen in a while yeah one of them was uh we went to someone's house and got to hang out and chill and eat delicious burgers and then Mm -hmm. the other outing was in baltimore and uh, like a really cool spot in federal hill area and man i just feel like we saw some other friends and had like park fun it it was just filled with so many people it just like the stars aligned i guess everyone was like available and it just happened to work out and and I'm still not sick of you. And I spent a lot of time with you. You did spend a lot of time with me. <laughs> but you also spent some time away from me, too. I was Indeed. I had to go into the office for two days. Yeah. Which was fine. So I was away a little bit. But we did spend a lot of time and adventures together this weekend. Is it we're going to work? Like, no. You no, know, like your home is like no. your office. Was it? Yeah. I mean. Kind of whatever now. It is what it is now. I mean, I've been working from wherever for the last two and a half years, three, oh, almost three years. And I've gone into an empty office before and, you know, it's, it's part of the normal now. Like yeah. it, it's, it's, it's totally fine. There's nothing eerie about noises that happen in the office. <laughs> that come anymore. from you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but yeah, no, it's, it, it's totally cool. I mean, I, I get there and it's no distractions. I am focused mm. and, and it's awesome. I can do push-ups in my cubicle and no one's going to look at me. Do you? Yeah. Even if they did look at you, what do you I know. I mean. Just give them the stare. That's right. You're like, what? See this? My See fitness. if you can do more than me. <laughs> my fitness is important. <laughs> that's right. No, but it, yeah, it's. Uh, did you say see if you could do more than me? <laughs> you would go there. Sorry. I love that you're listening to me now. <laughs> I'm deep. I'm I know. Deep in listening. 
Jill has a tendency to not actually hear what I say on the podcast and then will come back to me when she's listening to our episodes because she does listen to our episodes and says, that was really funny. I'm sorry, I missed I, it. Sometimes I can't fully hear everything you say, <laughs> but I do my best. Good. I do my best. Yeah. But I'm, I'm grateful for. I'm sorry. Yeah, I really got on yeah, a tangent. No, well, I mean, we, we tend to go down these little rabbit holes, but I'm grateful just for the traditions that we've built with our friends over the last 10 years, which is pretty much kind of what we're going to be talking about anyway. But just the fact that this happened yesterday, it was the 10th year that we've been doing this. And mm-hmm. that is cutting down our Christmas tree for the year. We've been going to the same farm every year, except I think one year we went to a different farm, but pretty much the, the same farm every year. And this tradition started with, you know, this group of friends when there were no kids and now there are kids and now we have a kid and, and, you know, they're all, you know, between the ages of four and, and seven going on eight. And it was just a, an awesome, awesome day. So, you know, I'm just grateful that we're able to still make it up to, to Maryland to do that, that this group of friends gets excited for, going out and, and, you know, cutting down our trees and then we, we go out and have a lunch afterwards. So just the, the fact that, you know, we're able to do this after, you know, 10 years and hopefully do it for another 10 years, I think is just awesome. It's definitely a hell yeah holiday. And for hell yeah things, you, you create space for those <laughs> and you make it a priority. And, um, I was just kind of like going back and seeing like, what we talked about last Christmas and I, we did a topic like it was just all about traditions and how to determine if, you know, to keep them or not. And for us, it's like one of those questions is, is it a hell yeah? And this is, has been a tradition for the past 10 years that I just get so jazzed about, like just being outside and like amongst all of those trees and seeing friends we haven't caught up with in a while. And, uh, just the experience of Lucille getting to like, hunt down to find a tree <laughs> yeah she this year she was help, really into it kind of help find the right one and she wanted to help you saw it down and we have the wagon and she's always like wanting to like pull it up the hill which is hysterical I'm like i don't understand why she wants to do it uphill yet she complains when she walks sometimes you know <laughs> like, yeah, who, who knows? i mean i mean it's it's something that she, you know maybe she should start pulling the wagon we have in the garage yeah we could do that yeah. just put stuff in it and be like gamify this the old radio flyer she still goes yeah i had many journeys in that bike when i was a kid (laughs) i mean in that wagon um but yeah it's uh i feel like we don't have i don't want to say we have a ton of traditions since we you know we had lucille but she's only four i say she's only she's four so it's like it's still a lot of years to come to kind of like pick and choose what we want but it's definitely a tradition that i'm glad we held on to and we keep doing yeah I think when it no longer serves us, we'll be like, no, it's time to let it go. And that's usually we'll what we transition do. into something else. Yeah, I think that's the one cool thing. I think we've gotten really good at letting go of shit, which means we're really go of letting go of things, experiences. Yeah, now, all of like the above. All when stuff, I say shit, yeah. it's just like things that just no longer serve you. Like, I don't say it's shit, but, you know, just not not as valuable, I guess, if it doesn't provide as much value as it used to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've always talked about like seasons of life and everything like that. And when, when seasons change, sometimes traditions have to change. We've done episodes on traditions before, but this one just felt fitting because, you know, it is the time of the year where we tend to, um, you know, think about 
our our intentional lifestyle, our minimalist lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, our simple living lifestyle, and you know, really just the value that we place on being with people and being amongst the people that we love, we care about, and you know, that's what yesterday was all about. That's what this season, you know, so to say, is is, is all about, and and is what we're really, you know, big on. Like, you know, we knew that the month of December is going to be very busy for us just because we want to open it up and make sure that we can spend it with, with people that, that we love and care about. So, you know, this, this tradition has been for 10 years since Jill and I actually, the first year we started dating was the first year we, we did this. Um, I still we, don't know we, how we're here. Yeah. Jill even said it over the weekend. She still doesn't know how we're, we're dating and all this stuff or how we're together and how we have a kid and, <laughs> You repulsed me. (laughs) I repulsed her way back in the day. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, My 20s were were something to be reckoned with, or maybe not. Who knows? I think it was probably your basic 20s. I don't know. Sure. It's everyone's journey. So unique. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, where do you want to go with this, Jilly, as far as traditions go? Um, I didn't blah, didn't necessarily want to talk about traditions just the fact that we kind of had this like m- many really great conversations we have they're either on date nights or they're in a yeah. car and we had some driving time since we were driving to maryland and different parts of uh different parts of maryland just to get to the tree farm and so forth so you know we definitely wanted to like just I feel like every year we we love talking about the holidays and some of the nuances that it brings and we kind of noticed a pattern the past two years that I think this is a ritual that we want to keep because we really enjoy it. And it really takes the stress and overwhelm out of the holidays and at least gift giving and Christmas season for us. Right. Um, we kind of like have this ritual now because we were talking about like, you know, we love um, just sharing the gift of our presence with family and friends. Yes. Uh, time, attention, um, just doing things together. And, but we do like the whole, I guess, idea of, you know, believing in something bigger than yourself. And I know Santa, you know, there's many ways parenting can go with Santa Claus. I love the idea of just believing in the magic of Santa. And I think it's awesome. And, you know, one day she's going to find out in, Nothing because Santa's real. Anyway, um, but yeah, so we do, we do like the idea of having a gift. And last year we had one gift, and it was her pink scooter. Yeah, and we tied a ribbon to it, and it she had to follow the string because my dad used to do that to us when we were kids. When we had like a really big gift, he would you know put it someplace, and we'd have to like follow the you know, the path there, which was like so exciting. Like, and that's, yeah. that's the things I remember of Christmas. I don't remember all my gifts, but I remember the experience that it, it made. And, um, so anyway, I think we're all about like gifting the experience, but I think we can kind of gift an experience in with a physical gift as well. And last year we got her a pink scooter. We hid it in the closet and she still remembers <laughs> it to this day. She oh, was just yeah. telling someone the other, someone the other day, it was actually today. She's like, they were like, wow, I really like your pink scooter. And she's like, I got it last year for Christmas. They, she's like, Santa hid it in the closet. Isn't that silly? And I was like, the fact that she still remembers that is just hysterical. And just savoring that experience with that one gift, like how much joy that one gift brought her and how like we were really intentional of like, we want to give her a gift that's like very interactive, 
it'd be great if it could get her outside, just makes her exciting about moving her body. And we're doing the same thing this year. And we're, Santa is hopefully bringing her a bike. And already we're like, instead of, I don't know if it's, I feel like it's kind of not norm for, at least for my Christmas. Like instead of writing, instead of game planning and and thinking about like all of the gifts I want to get Lucille, it's like, we brainstormed the one gift and now I'm brainstorming, okay, how do I want to make this experience for her? Right. Like, do I want, do we want to put, do we want the, to hide the bike like in her bathroom or like in her bathtub? Like I'm trying to in like. In the attic. Oh God. I'm trying. <laughs> She's not quite so, old enough talk to about get treacherous. up there You have to do an obstacle course. Um, but I'm trying to brainstorm ideas now. I'm like, all right, how can we make this one gift as interactive and as fun as possible yeah. to make it like a really cool experience? So, She's not quite ready for riddles. Yeah. Oh, God. To come. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. We get to think of, like, how to advance it as she gets older and make it evolve. But, yeah, I think, like, this is our one holiday ritual that I think it's going to stay. Just getting one gift and then making it a pretty epic experience and, like, how it comes to be on the morning of. And uh, it gets me excited about it. Oh yeah, I no. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was probably rambling a while, just trying to build a picture and like, I don't know, of what. Yeah, I haven't talked in the last six minutes. I was timing it. I'm kidding. <laughs> Good gravy. Yeah, I'm. I'm super excited about this. Like for me, I like putting things together. So like last year, the scooter was pretty easy to put together, but now it's a bike this year, so I get to put that together a little bit more. Santa gets to put it together a little bit more. Ho ho ho. <laughs> can't wait for the cookies just kidding don't eat cookies <laughs> um yeah so I'm, I'm excited for like the whole process in it but like to your point like coming up with a really cool way to you know find out where where santa hid mm-hmm. you know her present it's not necessarily under the, the christmas tree he does something fun in our house so just to kind of gamify it a little bit and yeah like you know this year is obviously not going to be riddles but you know it's not going to be in the same place that we put it last year uh, we we may find something interesting to do there. So yeah, we we haven't game planned it out yet, but we we certainly will. That'll be part of the fun over the next couple of weeks. Is just to kind of figure out how to uh, how to make this a fun surprise for her. Yeah, I'm so excited. And the cool thing is that like this is going to be Lucille's norm. It's like one gift. That's all for Christmas from us, from as far as family and friends, from Santa. Yes. Um, As far as (laughs) I don't think kids are listening anyway. It's uh, they might, but Santa's bringing it. But Santa's bringing it. We love you, Santa. I know him. Don't really know him. Um, Yeah, I love the idea that this is going to be like Lucille's norm. Like Santa brings one gift for Christmas and where it's going to be like the process and how to get it, it it's going to be like so epic to, to like make it different each year. And yeah. it's not like we're like trying to top the gift each year. It's kind of like, no, like we just want to hone in on like who Lucille is, what her interests are. Sure. And like, how can we add to, you know, what she's already really loving to do or something she like wants to challenge herself with next and, you know, give that as her, her one gift Mm -hmm. and like make that experience just like focus in on that, like the experience of that one gift and what that's going to bring. And, you know, uh, it's, I don't know, it brings me a lot of joy to do that. And Lucille doesn't know any difference that that different. That's the thing. It's like everybody celebrates how they want. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, what I find amazing, and I don't know if this has anything to do with like last year and how we've been doing things, 
is that she gets focused just on one thing rather than like putting together a list of, you know, five or seven or, or 10 different things. It's like, you know, she's like, I want the bike, you know, like that is her, her focus. And so I don't know, it, this is just a, an observation, but I feel like because there's that because we've always gone done just kind of like one thing here and there, like it's always one thing in one thing out. She's like not getting multiple things um, at a time that maybe she just feels like, okay, this is, this is it. You know, I've got to, I've got to make it a good one. And she, yeah, she's picked a good one this year. Like she's already started riding a bike at my parents' house. They got her a bike with training wheels and she was zipping around the neighborhood in (laughs) no time. She's got a, a neighbor here who's a little bit older, but she rides a bike like a champ, like no training wheels. Um, you know, so she's had someone that she's, she's able to emulate and, and kind of like strive to work to that level. So like, I think she's like super excited about it mm-hmm. and which makes me super excited, but now I'm going to have to do a lot of running to just catch up with her and make sure that she doesn't do anything crazy. But spills and bumps and bruises and scrapes are all part of the game. And as long as she's wearing her helmet, she's good. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, this is, I mean, probably like our sixth Christmas since, like living this way, would you say six or seven? Well, you and I, I mean, I think after the first year that we dated, we 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 stopped with the presents. We did cards, but then we, we did were like, cards you know, or you, something a little I'm sappy. Like, yeah. and I tried to make you cry every time, and I usually succeeded. Yeah, but we yeah, we never we you and I have just never done anything birthdays we pretty early on. Yeah, we did. I mean, what we do is we do a nice dinner, like. That's an our experience. Yeah, yeah, we do an experiment, something usually something together. And that's that's what we do. And that's, you know, we continue to do that with our family as well. It's like, you know, with my parents and my brother and, and sister-in-law, we love doing a nice dinner somewhere. And I'm, I'm like, yep, get whatever you want. We're going out. We're having a fun experience. And, and, you know, we'll either think about doing that again this year or we may try to do something different. But whatever it is, it'll be an experience. It'll be something that everybody will enjoy. We get to spend time together. We get to have good conversation together. We have fun together. So to me, and and it's funny, I was getting our car um, inspected today because we have to do that here in Virginia every year. Stupid. (laughs) But I was at the auto shop just waiting for the inspection to be done. and, And I heard somebody else kind of in there, they were talking about Christmas and and they were saying, yeah, you know, it's always about, you know, an experience is so much better than getting presents. And I think that's like where we're starting to like turn to as, as a world too, is like, you know, people are just, and I think especially now with the pandemic, it's just like we, we had so many experiences and, and time away from, from loved ones. And now it's just like, okay, we need to soak up all this stuff and, you know, doing mm-hmm. something together is much better than just kind of like, you know, finding a gift that, hey, they may like or they might not like. They may get some use out of it or they may not use it at all. Like, and, and then it causes a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. And it's just like, you know, gift giving to me is like the most stressful thing. But I can all, it's very easy for me to think of an experience that our family would love to do together. Like, I think that's just, you know, no matter what, spending time with loved ones is, is always a win. Yeah. And I think even if you're not sure what like the perfect experience is to gift somebody, I'm all about like still giving a card and like doing that really corny thing of like a coupon. Like this is one coupon for experience we're going to do together. I just haven't figured out the perfect experience yet. Right. We'll figure it out together together at a later date. Like I, I just love the idea of just like 
just the act of not giving a physical gift and being okay with that. I know we've probably talked on this about this. We do it every year, but it's a good reminder too. It is such a good reminder. We'll do this again next year. And I can say that I I think that's a lot of times I, I always see people like comment on anything about like, what about parents? What about grand? I mean, like grandparents, what about extended family? And it's like, I never want to control any outside force other than our family, but we emulate, like we speak or speak, we walk the walk, like, and our family knows that because of our actions, like they know how we are because they know how we do life. And it's not something that I feel like we have to like set down boundaries and rules with them. And I'm, I'm sure like maybe that is needed for some people, but for us, it's, I'm never really good at like telling people what to do. Like I, I, I mean, I think people don't want to be told what to do. So for us, it's been this really great experiment in itself and just like being who we are, you know, saying what we believe in and then slowly our parents and our extended family and grandparents have kind of like, we get it. Like I understand. And my mom is like someone I thought would probably never be okay with this because she bought so many gifts for us as kids and was, she's actually really talented at it. But come to find out, she was like, you have no idea how much less stressed I am. Like, even (laughs) though she was really good at it, it was like painstaking for her. And she never really told me until after the fact. She's like, I love that we don't do gifts anymore. Like, she'll still get some things for Lucille. But for anybody else, she's just like, I love that we take this one big trip. And we're about to do that this month. The big experience we do is the Christmas gift for everyone in the family is we... um, stay in this small town called Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, and... Also known as Mock Chunk. Ma Chunk, yeah. And it's in the Poconos area, and it's like this really quaint town there, and there's a train, and there's a Santa on the train. <laughs> and it's just really, really magical for the kids to get on there, and yeah. it's just really beautiful. Sometimes it's snowing, sometimes it's not. Um, but it, to me, it's like a Hallmark scene. Um, it is a town straight out of a Hallmark movie. It is. It There's really a lot of is. smokers there. So you don't really see smokers in Hallmark well, that's movies. that's true. Yeah. Um, but it, it is such like this amazing thing that has evolved over the years. So just putting out some words of hope that, you know, family and friends and extended family, even though if they may give gifts differently and it may be really stressful for you and it's overwhelming, just saying like, keep putting, you know, how you do life out there. And I think eventually they'll sip the Kool-Aid. And if not, like, you know, do what you have to do (laughs) to manage the chaos in your own home. If there is excess of anything, like at the end of the day, it's, it's your space. And, you know, you can, I'm sure you can find some creative ways on what to do with the excess gifts you get, like toy drives and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Or, you know, I'm sure there's like so many different ways you can, can make it work for your family. If, you're really like, um, I guess, stressed out about this the season and what it may bring for you and if you have children, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as to kind of add on what you were saying is you can prepare now before Christmas and, and perhaps go with your kids and, and say, hey, is there anything we want to donate to kids who may be less fortunate? You know, the, you know, secondhand toys are great. You can take stuff to, to Goodwill, like sell things on Facebook marketplace at, you know, just a a cheaper rate. Like this is just the time to kind of prepare for the things that are coming into the house. True. And uh, it's better to kind of get ahead of it than to wait until after Christmas, because after Christmas, then, you know, people aren't buying as much. They've spent all their money in December on, on, on toys and whatnot. But, you know, it is a good opportunity to get ahead of it rather than to, um, to wait and then, 
you know, you've got double the the stuff in the house. And you actually just did that. You you purged some of Lucille's yeah. toys in the garage. Yeah. No, there is there's some things that she just hasn't been been using anymore. And you know, we are preparing to bring a a bike into the garage, so that that takes up space. So. Yeah, and it was very easy. I mean, I I put one thing on, or I put a couple things on, and then, of course, on Facebook Marketplace. On Facebook Marketplace, and of course, one lady shows up and she's there to buy one thing, and then she's like, "Is there anything else you're getting rid of?" I was like, "Well, let me show you." <laughs> and she ended up coming away with two more things, which was just awesome because you know I can just quickly get that off, and you know it was just very easy. So like, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things you can do. Um, to prepare, you know, if you give gifts, that's, that's great. You know, that's, that's, you know, we're not saying that that's a, a good thing or a bad thing. We just are saying, you know, what works for us, what helps us, you know, simplify things in our lives, how it would reduce stress, uh, anxiety, anything that, you know, that, that comes with that, you know, with, with the gift giving season. So yeah, you know, make, make it easy on yourselves. Totally. But yeah, I think that was like the main thing I just wanted to hone in on is just like the kind of the realization that it's really fun to create your own rituals. And even if it does, doesn't seem to go, Oh, what with everybody else is doing. And even if it's like, really, even if people comment or say like, you know, you know, that's kind of like a Scrooge thing to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like there can be so many negative stories that I think sometimes maybe you don't hear, but you probably create in your head. Like, what are people going to think if I don't do this or I don't come with an actual present or a gift or anything. So I always like to share, you know, things that we're doing that may not seem like it's what everyone else is doing. But I think like Nick was saying, there's definitely a shift towards less stuff and just more time together. Yeah. And there's so many ways to like make that exciting and, and gamify that, especially for kids. I think we think kids like want all the stuff, but really it's just, it's not the case at all. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's all about the experience. Lucille still talks about last Christmas. It's like, super clear in her brain it's crystal clear like it just astounds me that and it, i think it's because you you know it's just we focus in on less and make it as magical as we can and i think to me that's what makes this holiday season really exciting is like focusing on less on really what matters and making it the most epic experience as you can by just being fully present and all there and you know putting all of you into it so hell yeah yeah all right, Jilly. That's all I got. Well, let's uh, let's give our listeners some resources today. Okay, so I found a blog post that was um, by happyyouhappyfamily.com. What a great website. <laughs> <laughs> and it talked about um, ideas for, for stocking stuffers, which I like because I feel like we're not one. Like, we have stockings, but I'm not going to lie. I usually don't put anything in there. My mom just gives me – she goes to the dollar store and – she finds some like cute things. Like she gave me the other day, um, like a card game, which I thought was cool, and some Elsa dolls because she knows Lucille likes to role play and use them in the dollhouse. So she gave me like three or four things that I'm gonna put in Lucille's stocking for her here. But I normally don't put anything in her stocking because my mom always gets excited to give me things to put in there. But I I found a blog post with really fun kind of interactive ideas for simplifying that. Let's go for it. Okay, so it says, just like with too many gifts under the tree, an overflowing stocking can be overwhelming for kids too. Instead of filling your kids' stockings with small plasticky junk that will end up broken or lost within a few days, consider going for quality over quantity. Mm. Here's a few ideas for how to get a fun but less overwhelming mix of stocking stuffers. Number one, 
replace several quote unquote stuff gifts with one or two of these small but meaningful gifts that make the perfect stocking stuffers for kids. One of our kids' favorite stocking stuffers were these family conversation starters. We still use those conversation starters every night to reconnect as a family, and the answers we get from our kids are pure gold. Another one, make a special treat, like your child's favorite kind of cookie or chocolate goodie. Or if you're not great in the kitchen, pick up a special ready-made treat, like a chocolate bar or, you know, whatever that your kid really, really likes. One high-quality treat can teach little ones to savor what they have instead of a whole bag of junky treats that they inhale without really appreciating it. And the last one she has is, Add a card game that will be fun for the whole family to play. You can check my list, and she I guess she has some lists of board games and card games um, for all ages. Um, but some of her favorite card games, and I've never heard of some of these, are Sleeping Queens, never heard of Sushi it. Go, nope. Rat-A-Tat Cat, yeah. Create a Story, and Spot It. And I'll have to go check these out because now I'm like really intrigued since Lucille's really been into yeah. card games lately. She's an expert at Old Maid and Go Fish. (laughs) Yeah, but we will definitely put this link in the show notes if you want to get some more ideas and resources um, for stocking stuffers. I just thought there were ones that are different. Um, I know I hear food, but I didn't think about like, you know, my mom used to put like a whole bag of something in there, maybe just like one or two little things. Like actually my mom used to put like little chocolate truffles in there, Mm -hmm. which are really nice because you just savor them because it's just like one or two and... Um, yeah, it kind of made me reflect on like, what was in my stocking stuffers in the days and what do I actually remember? Socks and boxers. Nice. And you all, you know, what's funny. My <laughs> it was mom. the only time I got underwear or socks. Same with me. Was that like a generational thing? I don't know, but that's, I actually, that was to... the gift that kept on giving literally. I had to learn how to buy underwear as an adult because I always got <laughs> underwear as a kid, like in my stocking, like until I was like, you know, until I moved out of my house. So then I was like, wait why are my underwear so ratty? Oh, that's right. Cause no one buys me underwear anymore. I guess I should go get underwear by myself now. Cotton. Cotton. Yep. Exactly. But yeah. All right. And how about that quote of the day there, Jilly? A quote of the day is by Nikki Taylor. Nikki Taylor. Yeah. For some reason, I think it's a model, but I could be. Yeah, well, you're, you're waiting for me to say something. I was like, I, I don't know who Nikki Taylor <laughs> is. I didn't know if you're gonna be like, Oh, I know exactly who that is. But anyway, I like the quote. Stick to the basics. Hold on to your family and friends. They will never go out of fashion. Ooh, very true. Nice work, Nikki Taylor. (laughs) All right, and your take action challenge is? I guess that uh, it's never too late to experiment and to try new traditions and new rituals. Yeah, nice one, Jilly. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please, please, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. Tis the holiday season, after all. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week.